Welcome to the Outback Way podcast. I am Helen Lewis. Buckle up as we take you on Australia's longest shortcut, a journey through the heart of Australia. Welcome to the Outback Way podcast. Today it gives me great pleasure to introduce David Elliott, who is the Executive Chairman of the Australian Age of Dinosaurs Limited. Welcome, David. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, Terrific. So the Australian Age of Dinosaurs, the history, um, it's a very, it's really relatively recent development in Winton and it's it's an extraordinary, I mean, I think it's been over, obviously, lots of years of ma- in the making, but um, it's, uh, it, it is an award-winning tourism attraction now. And so, David, can you share some of the history and, and what, what, how did it come about and some of that initial history of the, of the Australian Age of Dinosaurs for us, please? Well, Australian Age of Dinosaurs started, uh, well, it was first incorporated in 2002, but um, it, uh, it sort of, there's, the history behind it was just this um, discovery of dinosaur fossils in the Winton area. And uh, there'd been a few over, it wasn't until the late 1990s that we sort of started finding quite a lot of stuff, quite a lot of dinosaur fossils. And uh, we always, everyone assumed that they, up till then that there wasn't much in the way of, of uh, large Australian dinosaurs because very little had been found. And uh, and uh, that was obviously starting to get turned on its head with the discoveries around Winton. So, mm. And a lot of them were on our property originally. And so we, we started having dinosaur digs for the Queensland Museum at the time. And uh, and uh, and in a very very short time, within about two years, I think we'd found more dinosaur fossils just on my property alone than mm-hmm. the rest of rest of Australia altogether. So, so we had um, so it, it just really went from there, and uh, and I sort of we didn't really intend originally to to for the Australian Age of Dinosaurs Museum to be as big as it is. It was originally going to be just like a little local museum you know, employ one person and have some fossils on display. Basically, that was the plan, you know, that just mm. to, so that they would do something for the district. We wanted to sort of see stuff hanging around the district, you know, so we're just even going to put replicas here. We weren't even going to put the originals originally, you know. Yes. But um, as time went on and we just found more and more stuff and it was much more than the Queensland Museum could handle. They couldn't prepare it. They couldn't do anything with it, really. And until you prepare a dinosaur bone, it's not much to look at. It's a rock. You've got to get the rock off the bone to see what mm. the bone looks like. You know, they're not just beautiful bones lying in the ground. They're big rocks and bones are in the rocks. So yeah, you've right. got to get the rock off the bone. So, so that was always the problem. And... Uh, so, uh, and it was probably about 2005, we realised that there was just no point in sending anything else to the Queensland Museum, that we just sent pellets and pellets of rocks there that, that they weren't going to get time to do. They just, they didn't have mm. the ability, the, the, the capabilities to do it, you know, or the, or the budgets or anything. So, so we started doing it ourselves in the shed, you know, we employed our own staff and, and the museum sort of just got going from there. So yeah, it was right. based out on my property until 2000, early 2009. Mm. Um, it was just based on Belmont, which is our place at northeast of Winton. Yep. And uh, and we just kept holding digs in the district and preparing them in the shed. You know, we had volunteers saying the shoe is shed and shoe is quarters and stuff like that. <laughs> and in the meantime, we'd been donated um, 4,000 acres or about 1,400 hectares of um, of a jump-up country just to the south-east wow. uh, of Winton and, yeah. and to put the museum on. We've always, you know, we'd, by this time we'd found so much stuff. We we found, you know, we had the biggest collection of Australian dinosaur fossils in the world, you know. So yep. 
and, and it was growing. What's well, God? It's just got bigger and bigger every year. It's just it's huge now. So we just wanted to make sure that that was going to work for regional Queensland. Yeah. And, uh, we, yeah, and we knew that just putting a little show in town wasn't really going to go anywhere. We had to do something that was going to be a major standalone attraction. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Excellent idea. Yeah. Yeah, that was where the Australian Major Dinosaur Museum sort of up on the jump up started mm. from. Mm. And it just, it, it was sort of an organic process, really. You know, by the, by the time, I think we had $500,000 from the state government back in 2008. Mm. So I built a shed here and some staff cottages and a bit of stuff like that and, and the way we started, you know, and uh, mm. and from there it's just gradually grown. But, um, yeah, so there's a, there's a massive amount of material out here and there's, we've even in our shed now, there's an offset to keep us prepping for another 30 years. You know? Yeah, wow. It's Isn't that incredible? Like, yeah. There's a huge resource. Yeah. And, uh, and it's got a huge amount of potential for regional Queensland, you know, mm. and... Uh, Simply because it's not as though it's just something we're going to build and it's going to be finished and there it sits, you know. It's, it's, it's ongoing, really isn't it? Yes. It is ongoing and it's been going for quite a while now. So since 2009, we've been open now for 12 years to the public. Yes, yeah. And start off in the shed and reception centre was built in 2012. 2017, we built the first parts of Dinosaur Canyon, a small, you know, basically amenities building at Dinosaur Canyon and walkways down through the gorge. Yeah, it's um, wonderful. Yeah, it's great. It's a wonderful uh, way, and I mean, I love how you've set all the uh, the sculptures yeah. in in the in the landscape. Yeah, so it just they're really in the, it it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah really good. That, yeah. And so, so yeah, I mean, and you say that there's just so many so many fossils. Are they all different? I mean, are you just finding just this really great yeah, diversity? They are. They are different. But see, Winton is uh, is is a um, freshwater deposit, land deposit, basically. Yeah. Um, once you get to the north of here. And round to the west, you get into the marine deposits. So they're under the old inland yeah. sea, which we get your plesiosaurs, ichthyosaurs, um, turtles, you know, all that sort of stuff, mm. you know, fish yeah. sharks and all those sort of things. Um, that's all in the marine deposits. But the land deposits, you have dinosaurs, pterosaurs, you know, but you still get turtles, crocodiles. So there's, there's a whole range of, of animals that we've got here. You know, we just mm. finished moving a big trackway in from a property. It took us nearly three years and... Uh, and it's got big sauropod footprints on it. It's got little ornithopod wow. footprints. It's got theropods. It's got crocodiles. It's got long fish and it's got turtle. Wow. Awesome. Oh, gosh. Just on one track, right? So, so that those animals, you know, they were all obviously around together. But, yeah, we've just recently described a new pterosaur, so it's a big winged reptile, four-metre wingspan, and that's just been yeah, uh, that. yeah. that's just recently been described two years ago. Mm. And, uh, yeah, so there's a fair bit of stuff as well, you know, um, yep. you know, monkey insects and all those sorts of things as well that we know about as well, So and fish and, yeah, yeah a couple yeah. of crocodiles. We know two crocodiles from the winter formation now, so. Yeah, wow. Pretty big. It's a yeah, pretty big environment, and obviously we've only scratched the surface. We've got... Um, uh, three different sorts of sauropods. Yeah, right. Gosh, three just... different types of those in the district um, that have all been named. Um, mm. And Australia's most complete meat-eating dinosaur. Yes. And there's also the um, the um, little salurosaurs or meat-eating fellows who got tracks at Lake Quarry as well. So there's a, there's there's quite a bit of stuff, you know. Yeah, the Lake Quarry is pretty amazing too. With that that the whole predator-prey relationship that was under you know that's actually playing out in front of your eyes, which is. Which is yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. 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 So um, there's evidence of all of that. And uh, obviously that's what we're striving to do with the museum is to bring all that together. 
But the Australian Major Dinosaurs Museum isn't really just about dinosaurs from Winton. It is based on Australian natural history. So this is the most important thing, and particularly from the, from the, from the outback way perspective, yes. is we're looking at building Australia's Natural History Museum here. Australia doesn't have a Natural History Museum of its own. It's got state museums yes. with, some, with a bit of a variety of, of fossils, et cetera, from the state and odd bits from overseas or whatever it might be, you know? mm. There's no designated Australian Natural History Museum that focuses on Australian natural history alone, you know. Mm. That's what we will be doing. So it's, so what we want to do is if is we'll be creating a destination for not just Australians but for people around the world to come and see Australia, see how Australia has yes. has evolved over the last four and a half billion years, whatever it is, you know. So yep. so there'll be fossils from all over Australia on ex- exhibition. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, with the dinosaurs, uh, the most um, most exciting kids love it. You know, everyone's involved. Yes. Yeah. So that's the big that's the big plug. You know, obviously, and that's what most people come to see. But they're only part of a big picture. You know, like there's what is lifespan as in vertebrates and and or, or any 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 um any life or animal life anyway. Yeah, all the herbivores. It's only around six hundred million years, you know, mm. and the dinosaurs were only around between about two fifty and and uh, sixty five. I think they were in that little area. Yeah, but, wow. um, there's a lot of life before them, and there's a lot of life after them. The megafauna is all just recent, you know. That's only just fairly recent in the last yeah. five years or so, you know. So you're um, down from thirty, but you know, but the real megafauna is only about five million years ago. So so there's a, there's a whole range of different things that found all over the country. You know, right back out into Western Australia, you've got some of the oldest oldest rocks in the world and the stromatolites and stuff. And, you know, yeah. they're, you know, three and a half billion years old. Uh, you know, yeah, it's extraordinary. It's old, an old continent, isn't it? It's very yeah, old. Yeah. yeah. So um, there's a lot, there's a big story there. And, and we mm. want to tell that story from mm. the perspective of Australia, of how Australia has changed through deep time, you know. Yes. And, and because it's got a very strong educational theme for all of our kids, but, mm. and it's also got a very strong, um, international theme because Australia at the end of the day is just part of um, a much bigger picture around the world yeah, of how the, yeah. how the world has changed, you know. So we yeah. just need to fit that, fit that into the world picture. So that's, that's, the, whole, uh, that's the whole idea of the, of the museum and, yeah, uh, and that's why to us the Outback Way is so important because we've got, you know, from an international perspective, yes. international tourism perspective is the link through from Uluru back through through to um, to places like Cairns, Airlie Beach, yeah. or even going down the centre down to the southern states. So yeah. you've got a lot of options, you know, from uh, or you can go west out to, you know, go to south, um, across to Western Australia, go down to South Australia. You can go anywhere yes. from like from a from a road going right through the middle of east to mm. west. Mm. It's a huge thing, you know, because there you can just about make that work in any way. You know, you can come down from Darwin and go back up to Cairns. You can come down Darwin and go across. To, you can do anything, you know, and uh, and uh, and having Australia's main ex, um, main natural history museum on that road is, is a big plug for the road, and the road's a big bonus, is a big um, asset for the museum. Like yeah, that's it. It's a connector. It'll just connect all the places because, yeah. you know, we have got the Winton and then Bullies Plesiosaurus and then yeah. we've got 
the megafauna central in Alice Springs, um, all all very different. You know, you know, as you said, you know, there's freshwater That's in right, Winton, yeah. and yeah. then there's the inland sea at Bullia, and then um, over in Alice, there's um, and from Alcuda on the Plenty, um, they've got the herbivores. So it's it's really is um, quite a really stuff, great. Yeah. You know, time span and and just that diversity of fossils. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the thing is that there's quite a lot of stuff. I only got the marine fossils at Bullia, but um, Richmond's got a uh, got a really nice marine fossil museum as yep. well. And, and like, right. there's a lot of connections there, so not just the ones on the road, but uh, that are around it. Yes. Um, and you can and do a whole dinosaur museum. circuit, you know, yeah. the whole fossil circuit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. Like, Bullia's very small, say Richmond. Like, they're very small. They're very small organisations, very small museums. But the thing is, this is what we're sort of trying to do is is build a critical mass of major attractions mm. because that's what you get to get to get overseas people moving through. Mm. You need more than a lot of small things. You need some major things because then they'll use the small things as they go through. That's but it. but you have to have them and having lots and lots and lots and lots of little tiny things doesn't quite you can't see them all anyway. You know, so you don't mm. quite you've got to get that made that critical mass of major attractions. We're very lucky having Longridge up just up the road here. Like there's some big, there's a couple of big attractions there with Qantas founders and um yeah. and Stockman Hall of Fame. You know, so yeah. they are they are big, and we're sort of adding to Matilda Centre and Witten and the the ones here, and yeah, trying to, the whole idea is to try and get people moving through Western Queensland. You know, mm. and at the moment we do have a fairly good route going up through to Darwin, through Winton that goes up that way. Um, mm. And that's probably the lifeblood of of all of these places because without that, no one would come here much. You know, yes, like that, yeah. that is a, that's a major route. And mm. what we need to do now is to bring that across to Western Australia and link that. Instead of doing battle with the Birdsville track, you know, you've got some better better means of ways of travel for people yeah. in everyday cars, pulling yeah. them caravan, things like that. You know, so there's yeah, a, and yeah, that's yeah. it because you know, yeah. tourists and 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 just. Volume yeah. of traffic, that's that's what you're after. I mean, that's that's yeah. what the whole well, that's the well, name of the game. Mm. Yeah, and the and the end result of it all obviously is to try and get these towns to go out of negative growth to turn around and start to expand and start because if you've got a lot more travellers, suddenly you need more motels, suddenly you need more staff, suddenly that's you need it. more houses and the yep. towns Servicing and everything. Up, they need mm. to grow. Mm-hmm. And they all do too because we're struggling and we're just going to find the same once you're out that way. They're going to suddenly find that there's not enough accommodation there. There's mm-hmm. too many people coming through and there's nowhere to put them. We've got that trouble in Wetland last uh, this year and last year since COVID because mm-hmm. so many people and they can't get a bed. There's not enough infrastructure out here, which is a great way because if you're yeah. starting to have that problem, people will invest out here, but they're mm-hmm. not going to invest in a dead duck. They need proof. They need to see that something is going to go somewhere mm-hmm. before they will step out there and take that risk, you know. Yeah. So we've got to, it's a chicken and egg, and someone's got to be the egg or the chicken, whichever it is, but this is, something's got to happen first. And Yeah, and, that's right. And you can't mm-hmm. just put the infrastructure there and say, you know, we've got a beautiful big town with lots of beds and rooms in it if there's no, if there's no reason to go to it, you know. Mm-hmm. You need mm-hmm. the reason first because then people will invest in it and once they start investing in it and start succeeding, people will follow suit. So Yeah, that's, that's right. It's, a, it's that, you know, the ripple effect, isn't it? You know, that yeah, that's right. it has to start somewhere. <laughs> that's it. And that's going to be the strength of the Outback Highway and mm. places like Australian Age of so We've got a long way to go. We've, I think we've spent, there's um, probably about eight, nine million dollars been invested on this property now. Mm. You know, we've just finished the latest, um, just built an observatory, which is not quite open yet. Yeah, um, wonderful. That's excellent. Oh, that'll be wonderful. Yeah, My gosh, yeah, that's, you know, that's the other big thing, isn't it? The yeah. the night sky in Western Queen, like Western, you know, in in Outback Australia is is extraordinary. It's amazing. It's so and, nice. and, uh, 
so um, I, the jump up here where the museum's located mm. is, is being designated as Australia's first international dark sky sanctuary. It's the number 10 in the world. Yeah, um, wow, that's only, excellent. Only, I think there's 11 now. There hasn't been one since us. But, yeah. um, it's, but it's Australia's only international dark sky sanctuary. Mm. Um, there's a dark sky park at Coonabarabran down in New South Wales. Yes, that's right, yep. A couple of bits and pieces, but there's only one sanctuary and that's here. Mm. But there's no reason why there couldn't be quite a few dark, international dark sky sanctuaries along the along the outback way. There's absolutely no reason. All you've got yeah. to be somewhere close enough to major infrastructure mm. and, and have your have your um, educational outreach and stuff, which a museum has, you know. Mm. Um, so, that, so there's just all these opportunities to international, yeah. the astro-tourism, what they call astro-tourism, is becoming a very big thing because they don't see the stuff. There's, there's too much light pollution anywhere. That's pretty well very, very difficult to find anywhere to go where you can get away from it. Yeah. Um, whereas out here, mm. no worries at all. Yeah. So so there's a um, lot of opportunities like that that, that, will, that will enable us to um, expand a bit as well. Yep. Yeah. And the, the, what's the sort of next uh, fossil expansion? Uh, yeah, the canyon has happened. And what, I think you have actually opened something recently. Yes. New, There's new... two things. One was the big dinosaur trackway for March of the Titanosaurs. Yep. Um, it's about an 800 square metre building. And it's yeah. got a, um, the trackway is about 60 metres long. Yeah. And we moved. We took three years to move it, and, it's and that, that's the one you were talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. And it's just been opened, yeah. and the observatory isn't quite well. It's sort of finished, but structurally, it's all finished. But we're still adding little bits and getting the scopes fine tuned. So we, and um, it's just a bit of a big step out of the unknown, you know. Like suddenly, you've got a lot of stuff, mm. yeah, everyone else has gone home, and you got a lot of people there, and one or two start very sure of our ground before we open it. But that's going to happen. The next step of the museum then, otherwise, once we finish that, which by middle of next year, I think we'll be pretty well right up with it all, yep. um, it's the new future Australian Age Dinosaurs Museum of Natural History. Now, that's the museum I was talking about yep. that will represent Australia. It hasn't been built yet. It's going to kind of cost, um, I think it's, we've done all the bankable feasibility studies. It's valued at, this was 12 months ago, at $77 million. Cost of the way the building materials are going through the roof at the moment. Yeah, that's right. By the time the thing's built, it's going to be closer to $100 million. And, um, and this is the thing. That sounds like a lot of money until you look at what that and, you know, particularly places with the Outback Highway open and, yeah. and, and, uh, and the amount of traffic that will be coming out in, through the regions and the amount of growth in the regions, yes. how that's going to, the, the wealth that that's going to bring into Australia, mm. and it's 100 million, it's a no-brainer, it's nothing, it's peanuts, you know. It's, 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 it's peanuts that's right. Because, oh, the bang for bucks, massive on that. Mm. So, mm. Um, yeah, so it's just no, one of those terrific. things. Yeah. yeah, it's just one of those things that um, we have to, uh, we just have to, you, know, you have to be aware of that. Is there's a lot more to to these things, and then just you know, you know, like the, it's it's what comes out of them. Yes, it's, yeah, and, it's, and, it's, and the extended yeah. yeah the extended benefits, the longevity you know, of the benefits. You know, it's never ending. It's once once they're it, an yeah. enablers, aren't they? That's it. And the Australian mm. Nature Museum isn't about Winton. It's like Winton's just there, but mm. it's it, it's its own entity, and and it's about Australia. You know, mm. so the whole idea yeah. is that. This represents Australia, and and it belongs to Bullyard, Longreach, Newnan, Rom, anywhere as much as it does to Winton, you know. Yes. But the amount, because of all of the people coming through, and the and and the um, and the um, alternative or or, or um, the choices that they've got from here, mm. you've got to get them here. Once they're here, they can go and do things. Yes. But you've got to have, have the region, inter-regional. That's right. By having the attraction. Different. 
by having the significant attraction, you get them, you get them there, and then then all of a sudden they start exploring what else that's is it. out here. So let's have a look. That's it. That's it. That's amazing. That's funny. It's a, you've got a lot of opportunities then for the other tenants to grow and to, you know, and it's just obviously accommodation, fuel, and beds and all the rest of, you mm. know, just and 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 other other tourist attractions that can grow. And a lot of the reasons there's a lot of small attractions out here that could be a lot bigger and a lot better, but they just don't make enough money. But if you've got enough people coming through them, they will make enough money. Yes. And same with all of these little businesses in town. That you know, just a lot of people that own a little business in town that are happily sold if they could get some money for it, but mm. there's no market, you know, because there's not enough money in it. You know, it mm. starts off and they build them up over their lifetime and they're worth quite a lot of money, but they can't get that money back because they someone's not worth it for someone to go and buy that business. Yeah, but you know, they will become valuable. In, they will yeah, become once. valuable. Yeah, so the whole sustainability of regional yeah, Queensland right. and beyond mm. relies on a, on on a few major things and, you know, and you, you can't just say put a little bit here, a little bit everywhere. You've got to build major yes. things to get those people. You've got to, you've got to have your draw cards, you know, yeah, big draw right. cards. And, Strate- and you're strategically located. And that's it, yeah. It's, and it's, it's, all, and it's all part of the jigsaw puzzle, isn't it? Mm. That's it, yeah. And that's yeah. what our job here is here. Yeah. And obviously, um, the Outback Highway is a major, yeah. yeah, it's a major benefit and yeah, vice versa. Okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's it. It's uh, it's about uh, attractions along the route, which makes it an, an attractive uh, road, you know, option to take, and uh, and then uh, then the people get the benefit of seeing all the great great things such as yeah. Australian Age of Dinosaurs along the route. But Helen also, as much as anything, infrastructure along the route, mm. beds, beds yep. hospitals, all those sorts of things. That's it. They've been going backwards out in this country for a long, long time, you know, mm. and. And they shouldn't be. Why? Why? Why is that? Why is yes, that? You know, right. that's silly. It's crazy. You yeah. know, and where they're going, they go and live in a city and make them a bit bigger. You know, and, mm. and one of the, if you wouldn't like to sort of um, call it a benefit, I suppose, but something that has come from COVID is, I think, we are seeing Australians starting a bigger appreciation of their own of their own country. Yeah, yeah. that's it. I mean, yeah, yeah. And, and, and yeah, and, and get them out of their big cities and go and look around a bit. You know, yeah, I'd like yeah. next year. Next year, I mean, yes, we could probably travel overseas next year as well, but I think there's still a reluctance, and there is so and, much to see in the country, isn't there? That's mm. where you need your icons. You know, you need your iconic places for yep. people to go to and say, "Yeah, I'm going to go there and there and there." You know, but while mm. you're there, you're going to see a lot of other things, and you're going to be blown away with it. So, so that's really important. So, yeah, so um, you know, yeah, it's really a, good. It's, what's the what's the what's the how many kilometers of the outback way left to seal, Alan? Like maybe yeah. Yes, so it's about twelve hundred k's left to seal. Twelve hundred k. Yeah, and we'll we'll yeah, in the next two or three years we'll finish that two hundred and we'll be about, down to about nine hundred. You know, um, any there's there's different ways that you can invest money. You can throw money away and it goes mm-hmm. nowhere, but you can invest money. And it goes places. And, and an example of that is just what we've done with these latest trackway buildings and things. Like we've only just opened that trackway building. We haven't even opened the observatory yet, but the trackway building has been open since May. Mm. And the difference that that has made to the income of this museum, just by having that one extra big thing there that people yep. want to see, yeah. has turned it and, you know, has turned the museum from sort of making a small profit to making a, a much better one. And we're suddenly in a much better position now to yeah. to spend money on the museum and make it better, you know, instead yes. of always just trying to do everything yourself because you've got no money. You've never got any money. And everything we've always done here has been on the smell of an oily rag. We've mm. done a lot of work ourselves for that reason. But we're getting to that situation now that we can't do it ourselves. It's getting too big. And you got enough money that you can pay to get people to do things, and that's 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 what I'm sort of talking about. With you, you know that trackway building cost about three million dollars, 
But the, the return on that over is the been... next fifty years is going to be like three hundred million dollars. You know, it's going to be a huge amount of money. Mm. And uh, and same with the Museum of Natural History. Once that is built, that the in, that, that the um, not just the income that it makes, but the 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 um, associated you know or on flowing income mm. to the regions. It's going to be a hundred times more than what has to be spent on it, and that saves governments money, you know. So, and uh, it makes a long way better. It makes and it makes, yeah, mate. It just it, there's opportunities, there's employment, and things. Yeah. What is great about what um, the Age of Dinosaurs is doing is that it's actually um, there, there's there's multiple layers of skills that are acquired. So you need the tourism officer skills, you need all those, you know, public relations skills and things as well as um, people who have actually got an interest in dinosaurs and that scientific background, that, that natural history yeah, background. Right. Yeah. And you, so you've got this that really lovely diversity of, of occupations that actually, yeah. um, you know, you, if you have a job description list for the age of dinosaurs, it's it's quite diverse, and I think that's what's so valuable about, and that's yeah. what makes that's what makes those sorts of investments really sustainable, is that when you have that great diversity of of expertise required to make them yeah. function. Yeah, that's why right. it gives you a few different. So you've got your tourism, which obviously is a big one, um, which and obviously your tourism breaks up into you know domestic and all those you know international etc. Etc. But um, apart from tourism, that's right. The biggest one after tourism for us is education, mm. and uh, we're only just getting started on education. We've we've always had skills come, you know. We and we have some school activities and stuff. We have yeah, that. yeah, and the oh, video, and the, movie, the movie, yeah, that, that yeah. whole theatre and everything. It's all very yeah, interesting. But we haven't been driving it, you know, um, mm. because we've been too small. But now that we're starting to get a bit bigger, we can. Um, in a, as in a, in next year, uh, probably probably at Easter time, I'd say if not before, we'll be rolling out the first virtual excursions, what we call virtual excursions. So it's like video conferencing straight to schools. Now we can do that to all over the world, and uh, straight from the museum. Yeah, awesome. and, and that's just getting going. We've got all the infrastructure in place now. We're just fine tuning lesson plans, and but and and that doesn't sound like what's that got to do with anything. Well, it, what that's got to do with it is suddenly. The museum becomes a very known and trusted entity in Australia and, and elsewhere, stage. and yeah. that entices people to want to come. You know, you've mm -hmm. got to build on that integrity. So, so a museum, there's more to a, a museum than just buildings. You know, and yeah. bricks and mortar and nuts and bolts. You know, a museum is a living, breathing thing almost. You know, and it grows from the inside. So mm -hmm. you, you know, you can only grow so fast on the outside and then you've got to catch up on the inside. And when you get too big on the inside, you start trying to grow bigger on the outside. You know what I mean? Like, but it's, yeah. it, has to, it has to evolve inside and outside. Otherwise, you've just got a big white elephant that's just a tourist attraction. That's right. Ours and what we've, you know, right from in this museum started 20 years ago, there's very, very strict things in place and protocols in place of how, how it is managed and how the fossils are managed, you know. So everything is... Is um is secure, you know. Yes. Um, someone so for instance, if someone wants to write a scientific paper on anything to do with this museum, it is all it is a bona fide museum. You know, there is, mm. you know, everything is is uh is registered, registration numbers, all the rest of it. Yeah. Um, you know, session documents, um, mm. you know, all, all of the relevance to all of those fossils is here because that's because that that's what entices or that's what attracts. Your third group after education, which is your science, yes. and so you can have scientists from all around the world, and people like um, university students and stuff like that coming mm. here doing work experience or working on projects or whatever it is. But there's a, there's quite a lot of those people who mm. are who, who come here. Yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely. That's it. It's great. And uh, it's a um, the, the very fact that you've got such diversity and, and you're opening up that whole educational uh, side of it. I think, uh, you know, it's going to just go from strength to strength. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Awesome it's opening up new markets, you know. So you, mm. if you've suddenly, you know, obviously if we eventually want to have a, a really strong skill thing here where people can come here and spend a week, you know, mm. on skills, and they might come here and, and then they might duck across to Richmond for a day or across to mm. Bolivia or whatever it might be, but they can go and do different things, you know. And But, you, but you've got to sort of start building building that um, edge time to get that. But once you do that, see, um, you know, they, there's, uh, we still have kids getting a, getting a, a um, what do you call it, a, a subsidy to take, or schools or so, getting a subsidy to take your kids to Canberra. Well, there was a, there was a, an, I think there was a, uh, a version of that, the Outback, you know, OQTA sort of Outback Queensland tourism started yes. a, a, a bit of but a subsidy to, to take them out they, they, so they won't unless you've, got, unless you've got the product, they yes, won't. You know, they'll, still right. go to, they'll go somewhere else. They'll go surfing yeah. or skiing or whatever they're going to do. But mm. if you have a good enough project, and honestly, like I say, are a very, very strong connection for kids, and if you've got a really amazing dinosaur project product out in Western Queensland, then yep. you've got a reason for skills to start coming out into region. And they can get their hands dirty and they can immerse themselves in it. Um, right. And take yeah. you know, and just really enjoy the experience, and it becomes a real, real memory and a and a, and a, right. and a yeah. ge- really yeah. genuine learning experience. So that's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah it opens terrific. up all new markets too. You know, for accommodation for those yeah. kids. You know, bedding and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and, and then you can just sort of do that whole, you know, bit of uh, you know, outback camp, and you know, they get they get yeah. a whole experience rather than just you know, a hotel and you know, yeah. cement and cities and yeah. part of that. There's so, another. Yeah, the Banjo Patterson, AB Patterson College, you know, that in, uh, I think it's up around, where is that, Brisbane somewhere, Brisbane, Toronto. Oh, yes, that's right, yeah. AB Patterson. Yeah. 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 Patterson. See, they built, bought land in Winton to, and building a big accommodation thing to bring schools so school, school kids can come oh, out here. But they might clever. have that available for oh, other that's schools. Great. Too. That's you know, really those good. Sort of things. Yeah, yeah, and you think of the benefits of that, not yeah. just to them, obviously, and to the town, but to other schools. Suddenly there's school-specific um, yes. Education facilities in the yeah, area. Now perfect. that that can happen anywhere. And, and then also, things. and also in addition to that, the film festival, that whole film education. Um, you know, that's yeah, that's yeah, an yeah. awesome another growth area for Winton. Yeah. Is that is that whole and, and Hollywood it, of the outback? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. But the thing is, uh, there's beautiful scenery. You don't have to be in Winton. You up to Porcupine Gorge and Huron, and you can go out to Borja. But anyway, but there's some. Yes, and, and Cornpool Gorge. It's like, just generally very places, specky, you know? David, very yeah. specky place. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. But, but you know what I mean? That there's yep. uh, particularly when you open $3 Springs, uh, particularly, that's um, that opens up a lot because there's some beautiful country between here and other springs, you know. Yes. Yeah, so, um, yep. amazing. And very, very open, you know. You're getting away mm. from the farms and all that sort of mm. stuff. So you're getting right out into real the heart of Australia. And it really is very diverse. I mean, from yeah. Winton, Winton through to Bullier, then through to Alice, it just changes so much. Yeah, and yeah. It's That's really right, yeah. a fascinating landscape just yeah. to witness. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's it's worth a land, it's, yeah, it's worth a road trip just on that line, you know. So so there's a there's a huge amount of stuff there. Yeah, sure need is. To be, need to be given opportunities to because they wouldn't. They'd be very, very good investments. You know, they, you know, if you have something you were an investor and you're saying, if I could buy that for a hundred million dollars, what could I make out of the next ten years? You'd say, yeah, you know, yeah. you'd be you'd be banging on the door of the bank straight away. You know, yeah, absolutely. Because you'd, you know, because there'd be a huge return on investment from a perspective of region, not not just 
making your own money, but regional regional money is huge, you know. Yeah. No, wonderful. No, thank you. Well, that's been a really great conversation. Thank you so much. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah. Interesting I to see how it goes, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, every, yeah. Uh, wish you every success in the, the development of the Natural History Museum because it's no, just going to be extraordinary. The, mm. Same with the Outback Way, you know, and I think it's, a, you know, because we will be using the Outback Way as when we, when we are seeking funding, obviously, because they do go hand in hand together. Um, very very strongly, mm. and so uh, yeah, and uh, and I think that the museum can do the same for the way to a degree as as, as being a very yeah, sure. strong, that's right, a very strong yeah, reason. Adds, for, yeah, yeah, you know, for yeah. and it all comes down to regional development, regional growth. So it's not just about letting someone drive from Perth to Brisbane; it's got nothing to do with it. It's about the regional growth, all the stops on the way, actually. Come, yeah, the regional growth, <laughs> making sure we can stop while opening that up. That's 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 the that's yeah. the benefit, you know, and obviously it's a benefit for everyone else to go from A to B and have mm. somewhere to sleep. But you know, it's it's the fact that they're getting somewhere to sleep is will will be the regional growth, and that's the most important thing of all. Yeah, you know, terrific. Trying to turn Australia round, you know, instead of yeah, you know, just shriveling up in the outback, which it has been for for twenty years now. Yeah, well, that's right. Well, one extra night in every like along the way, you know, in all these country towns, um, yeah. for the for tourists is is worth a lot of money. So yeah, it's definitely it, yeah. uh, making making places a destination uh, is is the key. So, and I, it, I certainly yeah. think you're you know you have time, done that. Time to turn well that's right. Yeah, time to turn around. It is. Yeah. So um yeah, and I right. think your two projects, I think that you're probably the two best reasons you could find anyway. Yeah. No. Terrific. No. Great. Well, thank yeah. you so much for your time. Right. That's wonderful. And uh, we will um, we'll look forward to you know, getting an update, um, you know, in next year sometime and we can go from there. So yeah. thanks That's for your time. Great. That's great. Well, today it gives me great pleasure to chat to Isabel, who is a 12-year-old who has been lucky enough to attend the Australian Age of Dinosaurs and experience all there is to offer. Welcome, Isabel, to the Outback Way podcast. Hi, thank you. Nice to have your company. So, Isabel, what um, what did you do when you uh, arrived at the Australian Age of Dinosaurs? So, when we came in, there was a dinosaur and that was like welcoming us. And then we kind of went into this little theatre thing and we watched a movie about dinosaurs where they'd been found in winter. And then we went on a little shuttle bus to a the dinosaur canyon, and you could look at all the eggs and the babies, and there were like statues of the dinosaurs, and there were little statues of the eggs and the babies like running around. Wow! And what uh, what were the sculptures made out of? Um, they were made of like this brass stuff. Bronze, bronze, bronze yeah, yeah, brassy bronze. Yeah, nice. Okay, and so and that were they just all in a row? Uh, or no, they were like so. I remember this one. I think it was like a this raptor. Thing. I'm not sure what it was called. Anyway, one was it was like in an action pose, like it was running, yep. and it had like four or five babies, like little ones, just behind it, kind of running behind it. Very good. Okay, so there's lots of lots of things, and it's like a, is the canyon like a um, big valley, or is no, how, so describe that for our listeners? It's like there's all these little sections, and like there's a little walking bridge up the top. And you kind of can go around that and you look down and uh, there's no Into the bush. And yeah. so they're all placed in amongst the bush. Yeah. That's very clever, isn't it? And it must mm. be really nice to see that. 
And um, and then also some are on the rocks. Yeah, there yep. was there were on the rocks. Like some was like somewhere like eating out of a tree or something. Yeah, wow, like that. that's good, excellent. Yeah. Uh, and uh, what did you? Uh, what else could you do when you were on your on the walk on the canyon walk? Um, so there was this QR code thing. Yeah. That you could scan it, and like you scan it, and then on the QR code, it, like a, the dinosaur would pop up. Oh, that's could, oh, that's right. Okay, so it sort of comes to life a bit. Yeah, well, that's good. And what else was there? Was there something else you could do on the walk? I think there was. Didn't they have something at each sort of information booth where you yeah, could? Yeah, like there was information. Oh yeah, you could you could um like rub off the dirt. Oh yeah, do the at, brass yeah. brass rubbings. Yeah, that's like yeah, you, you can do a brass rubbing, and then you like see the fossil. Oh, then, that's great! And it? then you just have to put the dirt back over. Yeah, there was a little activity book. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Excellent. And so what did you do when you got back to the Australian Age of Dinosaurs? Um, we had some lunch. Yep. And where where is the cafe located at the Australian Age of Dinosaurs? It's like it's on the edge. Yeah, of, of the you, jump up, isn't it? Yeah, it's on the edge and yeah. you can like just look out over the huge landscape of, of the mm. Winton area. Yeah. Which is very, very different to lots of other places. Yeah. It's quite dry too, so it looks like a dinosaur could just be running around there. Well, yes, that's right, and and yeah, it does look like it's a prehistoric landscape. But um, that was a while. That was a few years ago when it was very dry, yeah. and now I think that whole area got flooded, and there was a rain. There was actually a, a waterfall over that particular ledge just yeah. recently in twenty twenty one. That's cool. Yeah, so it can get very wet too, and uh, and of course then comes all the beautiful green pastures and grasses and yeah. wildflowers and everything else. So that's great. Well, thank you for your company today. Thank you for sharing your experience at the Australian Age of Dinosaurs. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Outback Way podcast. The show notes will be on our website at outbackway.org.au. If you are enjoying our podcast, please leave us a review. And if you're really enjoying our podcast, you may like to become a contributor through our Outback Way store. For $5, you can help with the production of our podcast. Please stay in touch. We'd really love to hear your stories. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Outback Way One. And finally, thanks to Perk Digital for producing our podcast, making your journey through the heart of Australia on Australia's longest shortcut easier. Please travel safely. The Outback Way podcast is all about your trip. We're really trying to make it easier for you and give you valuable information to make it more enjoyable. So we'd love your feedback. Send your questions, comments and travel stories to info at outbackway.org.au and if you share your story, we may even feature you on this podcast. Thank you for joining us through the heart of Australia on Australia's Longest Shortcut. Cheers for now.